the Suns, I've been praying on their downfall for a while. Uh, they once again look like they're the best team in the West. Um, it's not as it, it doesn't look like as big of a gap as it had been the last two seasons, but they're fucking good. The Pelicans are fucking so unreal. And I am such a fan of this team. This team, the Pelicans this year have made me a fan of Brandon Ingram. That is how far they've come. <laughs> I like that. I got. I want to say first, first and foremost, digging the stash is working. It's good. It's a good stash. I mean, it's not going anywhere, man. It's a, it's around. You're pulling it off. You're pulling it off. Uh, I like it. Thank it's you. Good. That was very nice. Because like I, when yeah. I first started doing it, I think a lot of people thought it was a bit. But it, yeah. it's not. It's not a bit. It, it, like I have been doing it for a while because I thought it looked good and I wanted to have a mustache. I appreciate yeah, it. I, I dude, it's a nice, it's a good mustache. That's I, I like it. It's good. Also, on top of that, I do have to say, the whole look going together right now, you kind of look like Mac Demarco's manager. Uh, with the is that a Patagonia hat? It is. It is a Patagonia. It is. Hat. It is. It is. You got nice long hair going on. You got the stash. You've got the like uh, button up jean shirt. You got you got a nice green. I- I got right Carhartt pants on too right now. You have Carhartt pants on right now. You are I, I a thousand Here, I'll, percent. I'll show you. Yes, let's see it. Let's look at that ass and those Carhartts, baby. Ooh, yeah. What color are those? Are those forest green? Forest green Carhartts. You got the. You damn right they are. You got the white dude. You are a hundred percent Mac DeMarco's manager right now. It's perfect. I uh. How many tattoos are you thing. rocking under that shirt right now? I saw. Do you have I saw tattoos. This- no, no, but I'm getting no. a couple. So hey, there you go. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm getting, I'm getting a Lord of the Rings tattoo. So less uh, Mac DeMarco's. Well, you know what? Actually, Mac DeMarco's manager might have a Lord of the Rings tattoo. Um, no, I saw a thing the other day, and it's like been like like this this like like workwear is like really like kind of like the thing right now. And I, I've found like, there's like a lot of trends going on, obviously at all times. But I, I found, I've, I've, I've felt really drawn to this workwear trend. And I read this thing the other day, like about like, it's basically this guy's clothes, like talking about him. And it's like my, my owner dresses like a rugged tradesman when he's never done an honest day's manual labor in his life. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's, fu- it's fucking me like that. Yeah. It's literally me. So, uh, yeah, I, I got, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's an interesting sort of quandary. I find myself in like these Carhartt pants are going to remain pristine because they're never going to like be worn for their intended use. <laughs> eh, that's all right. I remember Jay had a Carhartt jet. Obviously Jay's not here. Jay uh, had a Carhartt jacket in high school. And I do remember like seeing it and being like, I like the jacket, but isn't that just too much? Like, <laughs> I don't think he needs it. I wore it once. That shit was warm as fuck. Like, I was like, oh, no, I get it. This is all you need. This and a hoodie and you're good to go. Like, I, I've got, I got a Carhartt it. jacket at my my parents' house that I also wore in high school. But at the time, I was living in rural Midwestern Iowa. I wore that. I wore that to hunt. I, I wore it hunting, you know, mm. like. 
I used it for its intended purpose. Um, I'm going home for Christmas, obviously. That will be coming back with me. It will be getting worn a lot. Um, Yo, for sure. But it is, uh, yeah, it, it, but very much in a in a fashion way, and and certainly not in the way that um, you know it's it's intended for. I will wear it. However, I will say, I, I think the one nice thing about this is like wearing like a Carhartt jacket or Carhartt pants, although the nails might be a dead giveaway given that those are painted. When I go to the mechanic, I'm confident, like I'm more confident I won't get fleeced if I wear like workwear because it'll look like I I, I know a thing or two about cars, so they won't, you know, uh, when I- I I like that. I I show up usually in sweatpants. I'm like, "What's up? Let's get this done." And they're like, "I don't know if he knows. He might know." The the facial hair and overall brownness usually makes people go, "He might know." So let's not fuck with it. Like they're like, "He might know." I just come through. I'm like, "I need this, this, and this. Don't worry about the rest." As if I know there's probably other shit's gonna come up. And they're just like, "Okay, cool." Ah, you need a new air filter. The fuck I do? Did I ask for one? No, nobody asked your goddamn opinion. <laughs> you need a new air filter and you need to mind your fucking business i say oil change moving on let's go that's usually what happens actually very often and then like i'll go i'll go buy it and do it myself <laughs> i'm like thanks for letting me know but i'll go get it done myself no offense but i want to i i know how to do it so i'm not going to pay for the extra labor and i actually do know how to change uh or like a, do an oil change completely I, can- I just don't have the space to do it so that's the same boat. I also can do an oil change. I have the things that I've done to my car. Well, like not this current car, but I've changed my own oil. I've replaced my brake pads. Um, although I had help from my, my father who, who is a rugged tradesman, you know? So like, yeah. um, but I, I, I have done that. And we also rebuilt, um, like my exhaust once in, in one of my old cars. Um, Damn. I, I, I was, you know, like you I know, mostly pointing a flashlight. Twenty five percent of the work. Yeah, that was yeah. my childhood. A, a lot of a lot of holding the flashlight and giving. Oh yeah, that. same, same. I did feel good though, cause like I did. My dad was usually like, "Yeah, that's good." I but so when I would always see the joke where it was like, "You're not doing it right," I was like, "I did it right, bitch." <laughs> What's up, Jay? On the other hand, no, not so much. He's not here to defend himself. He can talk about it next week, but. Not 100% of the time, but like, yeah, usually my dad would be like, Nikki, just just do it. You do it. You got this. I relate to Jay more than I do to you. There was a lot of, Tad, come out here and help me with this. Uh, You're going to learn something. And then it was mostly me just getting yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, there was a lot of, you know what? Just go back in the house if you're not going to help. And maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm very, I think, Truthfully, I never wanted to, but I, the mili- I probably would have worked well in the military because it's just like, yeah, tell me what to do. I'll do it. Oh, it's not 100% right. What's the adjustment needed? This? Cool. All right, cool. I'll just do this from now on. Like, I'm good at doing shit like that. It's why I'm good at tech, if I'm being honest, working in a theater. Because I'm like, what do you need? You mean this? Oh, okay. More like that? Perfect. No, we'll lock uh, it in. Sold. I don't have to do it. Literally, the, the computer saves it. I ain't going to do shit else. Thank you for Thank you for coming. To tech. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> done and done. Congratulations. That's my fucking job. It's not hard. I, uh, I, have, I have a friend who worked in um, in IT. It still does work in IT, but like he's not like a not like a help desk guy anymore. Not like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the bottom of the of the rung these days anymore. And yeah. uh, he 
is like, dude, we just Google everything. Like literally everything. I Google everything. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. What ends up happening is the better ones are just the ones who memorize the things they Googled. And fun fact, kids, if you ever want to get into like the the theater tech sort of AV world, 95% of your answers are going to come from mega churches. Just you'll look it up and some random church in South Carolina, some random church in Minnesota, Georgia, Texas, all these random ass little spots. And they're just like, yeah, so we got this like $42,000 setup, and this is how I get it all done. And I'm just like, oh my God. It, it, it's truly wild. Like, yeah, like that's a prime example of like, also like you can literally, I was having issues with my car and I needed to replace something on it. And it was ultimately like something I, I, I could have realistically done. But again, mm-hmm. same situation don't have the space to do it because i live in fucking chicago i don't have a garage it's not like i can just go do this shit but um like the the trunk on my car wasn't latching and so i i youtube searched it and found like 20 videos of my exact problem and people fixing it yeah oh for sure yeah i i used to like like different things that i had to figure out with like if i was having problems like i i I truly am one of those people who run their video game systems until their last breath. So I would learn all the tricks to take them apart and clean and fix a thing, bend this open, move this, add electrical tape here. I did all that stuff all the time. Probably too much. I I messed up a few PlayStations as time went on. I I have I I've I've taken my my I, I've I've I think I've kept my PS4 running for realistically longer than it should be at this Same. point um but now i think it's be it's it's at the point where i know it's on its last legs because like i turn it on and it sounds like a fucking airplane about to take off so oh, i'm like yeah uh, in like a few months i'm gonna have to bite the bullet and buy a ps5 because yeah. i like playing video games it's like the one joy i have in adulthood it's yeah i'm like it's the one thing that i'm like i will never make money doing this and i am never gonna try just gonna enjoy doing dumb shit in, in another world. That's what video games are to me. A hundred percent. That's exactly what it is. It's like I love uh, it. I'm playing the most recent God of War game. Fucks. It's so much fun. Ooh, Highly recommend I, it if you're if you're I loved, listening. I love the bought last it. one. It's and it's super good. I would yeah. I would encourage anyone to buy it. So um, well, I, and I don't I don't buy a lot of games at release or like on. Like at full price, Same. like yeah, I rarely I, do. Cause I there's usually, usually shit. I'm like, oh, I wanted to play this. Now it's like I'm behind on this, fifty percent off. One. I'm gonna yeah, play it. 100%. This I bought shortly after release. Thrilled that I did. It's great. Man, I gotta get that one. Um, yeah, and with that, with the with that video game recommendation, welcome to NBA, the NBA podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. I'm your host, Nikki Keelas, aka. Jamal, uh, uh, Jamal, that Tinsley. It was long, but I feel like it was good. It was good. (laughs) And it's funny because I'll I'll give you a second, but we're, I, go ahead. And obviously, since my brother from the same mother isn't here, it's just our brethren with less melanin. Hey, what's up? It's Tad, a.k.a. Zach Lavina na 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 beat my lover wanna beat my lover 
Wow. I was, what you what you saying? Like, obviously, it's all that it's a theme song, but I was like, oh, okay, we both went the musical M- theme, musical wa- musical route. I like that. That's beautiful. I'm watching the Bulls behind me right now, and I heard, uh, they like Zach Levine scored or so, or they they said something about Zach Levine. I, I don't know exactly what it was, um, but I heard his name, and that's when it came to me. Like it just. Clicked and I was like, "Oh, that's a good one." That's a good. That's a very good one. I really enjoyed that. The reason I found Jamal Tinsley was because. <clears throat> let me find the tweet real quick. It'll take very little time. I think probably. No, no, that's, takes uh, also a um, a a player that was a lot better in his career than um, people give him credit for. Uh, it's not like he was like lighting the world on fire, but Jamal Tinsley was a fine point guard. Uh, which Let's, which pains me to say because he played at Iowa State with teammates ooh. with Bulls legend Marcus Pfizer. Ooh, the Pfizer-nator, not his actual nickname. Um, real quick, the reason I had Jamal Tinsley was because last night Andrew Nembhard uh, became the first Pacers rookie to record 30 points and 10 assists, 10 assists in a game since Jamal Tinsley did it his rookie season, uh, May 5th, 2002. That That's is wild that, that it's that Jamal Tinsley was the last Pacers rookie to do yeah, that. Yeah, 2002. And also, I don't know if this is real, but according to Basketball Reference, Jamal Tinsley's nickname is Mel Mel the Abuser. That's what hell of a nickname. It also sounds like something that would be like that's a that's a villain that Hercules fights. I I feel <laughs> it's like it's like a two headed. My Mel Mel is a two-headed gladiator that Hercules must fight. Where it's Jamal Tinsley on one side, and then I guess an evil Jamal Tinsley on the other side. Uh, Tinsley, I think, had some like some like legal issues or something. Uh, I I can't I can't remember. He was he was kind of a hood dude, man. Like he, oh. he didn't. He didn't, didn't look play like in it, 08, but... 09 due to a contractual issue. Then he was yes, picked up I... in 09, 10 by Grizzlies and then did not play in 10, 11 because he was again dropped from the roster. Yeah, he had some he had some some issues, um, mm. but he could ball, man. Guy could play. He could ball. Know? Well, um, that leads. He, uh... Uh, he he. Uh... Oh, dude, his nickname is from. His, his nickname, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. His mm. nickname comes from when he was playing uh, streetball at Rucker Park. Ooh, that's pretty yeah. cool, actually. I don't, I still don't streetball. get it. I don't um, either. It doesn't, it doesn't really explain. It explains like when he got it. Yes. But it, it doesn't it explain. Uh, yeah. Why? So. Yeah. But hey, there's, there's a little fun fact for you. And that leads us into everyone's favorite game. Nikki's random stat quiz. Yeah. And Jamal Tinsley had some good games there. Had a couple of games where he had some great plus minuses while he was on the court. But can you tell me what NBA player had the best plus minus in a season? Oh man, that That's a tough question. And it is a player you know. Is it Michael Jordan? 
No, he is actually how? He has the ninth greatest uh, season with a total plus minus of plus 818. Uh, He added 818 points for the Bulls in what season was that? 96-97. Oh, in the exact same year, right under him, 10th overall with 807, Scotty Pippen. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's a little fun fact for you. Uh, Magic Johnson? No. I don't believe he, he is not in the top 25. Okay. All right. Well, just kidding. Although, yeah, I guess <laughs> like when he came off the floor, it's not like, yeah, okay. Uh, those, those teams were pretty fucking good. LeBron? LeBron is fifth overall, 08-09 season, 870 total. Kevin Garnett. No, he is on here, but he, no, he is on here, but he's like 15th. Man, this is a tough, it's going to be like, you're going to tell me because there's no way I'm going to get this ultimately, but. Um, oh, would you want a uh, uh, a hint? Give me, just give me era. The tens. Oh wow! Okay, Giannis. No, not on this list. Fuck. Steph Curry. He is second, third, and fourth oh, on fuck this list. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your final hint. It is his teammate. Is it Draymond? Yes, sir. I almost said Draymond, but then I was like, I thought that I think they have like a worse plus minus when he's on the floor with Curry, but I don't know. Fuck, I swear to God, I almost said that. I know that sounds like such bullshit. And obviously, I'd I'd guess like eight people prior. So, yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. What what is Draymond? So he in the 15 16 season, which is the year that they were, they were 73 and nine. He was a plus minus of 1070. Damn. And that exact same season, second overall ever at 1022, Steph Curry. Damn. So that season when they were on the court, they were scoring. It was just, it was, they were making sure that they scored and the other team did not. And that's, that's. No, they didn't. They didn't have KD that year. No, because that's when they lost. No, that's the following season, yeah. which is funny because KD is he is on the list, but he is way down. He's a plus seven eleven, but in the exact same season, sixteen seventeen, that's the third overall for Steph Curry at plus ten fifteen. So Steph Curry is better than Kevin Durant. The plus minus tells it all. That is a take I will go to. On my oh, I'll, I'll I'll be because uh, like if if there is anyone who has listened to men, like pretty much all of this podcast, they will know that I for for years have like gone up for bat with Steph Curry. Not like and that anyone ever said anything bad, but there was a point in time where I was like, okay, when do we put Steph in like conversation for greats, great greatest point guard? He's got to be. I, I mean, not, he's, he's got to be up there. Ne- like he's got to be greatest point guards for sure. He's probably is. I think. I know I'm sure Jay probably has something different, but I think he kind of is. I think it's Steph best point guard. I know there's Isaiah Thomas, obviously. Um, I still, I still give best point guard ever. I think to magic Johnson, yeah, but magic Johnson. The, the, so here's the kicker with that. Cause we always talk about how magic 
sort of revolutionized the point guard role with like the Showtime Lakers and whatnot. But Steph Curry has also revolutionized the game and changed it in, in, in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that shit we were talking about last week when I was texting you guys about like his insane workouts is like, it's insane what he does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, Steph is cause like man. you watch him and like the thing is too, you're like, as he gets older, like eventually he's not going to be able to run around like that. But all he does is just fucking condition himself to the point where like he can. And guess what? For, if you're running around good, after good him, on time. you can't chase him. Yeah. And then all he has to do is continue to do the thing that is famously, kind of what makes people's career last and that's hit three pointers he's kind of famously good for that so you're good to go yeah that's a tough thing he'll probably play until in his 40s i miss oh well maybe i don't think think i don't i think he hits 40 i don't i don't think it's outrageous to think that yeah i can see him playing until he's like 40 to 40 because he i mean it's not like he takes the abuse like big men does or even lebron does and lebron's a freak so and like lebron's gonna play until he's 40 um Mm -hmm. That's wild that we're like on the precipice of like. Well, I feel like that's happening. There's going to be a couple of players who are going to play until they're forty, probably. That number is going to start getting bigger and bigger. A fun little topic I didn't think. Well, about. yeah, I guess no. I'm just I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, we've got we're gonna Udonis Haslam in the league right now. He's forty two. Forty two. Yeah. And look, he uh, he got tick. I saw that terrible dude, terrible he, pass he to him from Tyler Hero. Yeah. He is, and I, Robert Parrish played in his 40s, and so did Vince Carter. I know that. Yeah, Vince Carter, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oldest NBA players. Let's have a look. So, yeah, Udonis, the oldest active. Andre Iguodala, this is his last year. He's 38. Carmelo, 38. LeBron, yeah, blah, blah, whatever. Okay. Okay, well, I the think- oldest to ever play a game. Excuse me, sorry. I'm drinking a, a Cherry Coke Zero. I don't drink soda that often, oh. but check it out at Target tonight cherry, and was like, Cherry oh, Coke Zero? Crazy. I haven't had one of those in a minute. Mm, cherry Coke sounds nice. Look at uh, Nat Hickey played at the age of 45 in the 1947-48 season um, for the it Providence always, Steamrollers. It, it has to be said. Well, I mean, who doesn't remember the Steamrollers? Of course. We, we could probably sing the chant song together at this point. It's so memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys, we won't do it for you because we know you yeah, all. Yeah, you guys know. heard it a thousand times. Why would you want to do it again? Uh, uh, the Providence Steamrollers. Kevin Willis uh, retired at age 44 in 2007. Uh, he uh, he won a championship with the Spurs in 2003 at the oh. age of 40. Wow. Uh, Robert Parrish, 43. That one I should have fucking known. Damn, that's... Oh, I actually, no, I did say Robert Parrish. Never mind. Okay, yeah. No, I got you that said one. that one already. Vince Carter, 43. Mm-hmm. Dikembe Mutombo, also 43. Oh, um, I didn't know about Dikembe. Those, those five. But uh, that is a... I, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to have players playing in their 40. Bitch, they've been doing it for decades. Yeah, they've been doing it, but it's just like... It seems like the, the, the players that you could... Because, like, I don't know, Chris Paul might... Maybe I don't know Kyle Lowry. I don't. Know. He doesn't seem too bad. He's a uh, currently second in the league in minutes played behind Kevin Durant. Right now, the ones most likely would be Chris Paul at thirty-seven, PJ Tucker also thirty-seven, LeBron obviously thirty-seven. Um, I think Andre Iguodala said this is his last season for sure mm-hmm. at thirty-eight. 
Um, Carmelo Anthony, not presently on a roster. Um, isn't At LeBron, 38. this might be an old list. Isn't LeBron... 38 now. I, I think, he I think he's had. No, he's not. It'll be this December. He turns 30 at the end of the month. Yeah, I was like, I know it's in December, so it might just happen. It's about to. Chris Paul also in May. Okay, so no, this is not an old list. So the, these are these are accurate. I was thinking LeBron would okay. be. But either way, either way, we're, we're, we got a few guys like, uh, you know, ticking towards towards uh, their 40s. Get to, get in, to the in 40 part. Like, I feel piece. like it might become more prevalent than it than it ever I think has been, especially yeah, with like modern science better. and conditioning, yeah. and also this like load management stuff. Like we could see more guys play until they're forty. Yeah, Kawhi's gonna play until he's forty five, and yet still have less career minutes than Reggie Miller. I don't know. This is just first name that came to my mind. Fuck Reggie Miller. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was looking at you, and that's the only thing that came to my mind. Um, well, look, I will we go to my deathbed a few times. Let's on my let's... crusade against Reggie Miller being in the goddamn Hall of Fame. <laughs> let's talk a little bit. Uh, recent, uh, and by recent, I mean this past quarter of the season. Last week, Jay and I ch- chatted about it. So, Ted, I'd like to hear your thoughts about the quarter of the season so far in the NBA. Is there any particular subject you want to start off talking about? So, uh, <laughs> Jay and I both had the Orlando Magic at the 10 seed in the East. Yep. That uh, is not happening. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay did talk about that last week. You guys definitely were both very much wrong on that one. I thought, you know, new head coach, uh, young, talented roster. Uh, they are a ways away. They've got some on pieces. A, a nine-game um, losing streak? Possibly 10? Yeah, they, they're... they're, they're uh, they, they've they've lost their last their last nine and uh, la- I, I think uh, I think they're losing see. currently to the Clippers. I, I, last I saw, they were so I'm checking. Um, no, they they won. They won in oh, overtime. They won in overtime. Hey, wow. Let that be a lesson to the NBA. Nobody beats the Orlando Magic ten times in a row. <laughs> Except for I did hear a broadcast against the books. I think it did happen last season or two seasons ago. <laughs> I'm talking about this year and this year only. <laughs> Let's see how they do. Paulo had th- twenty three. Mo Wagner had twenty. Fucking Bull Bull. What a revelation! Let's talk about Bull Bull, dude. Who MIP. Is Victor? Who's your MIP. mama when you got when you got fucking Bull Bull? They're literally the same player. I, I'm 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 loving to see it. It's been nice to see. He is. Well, Markel Fultz, one point. Hell yeah, dude. He's doing his part, man. They only won by five. They needed that point. They needed that point. Uh, Bull Bull. What a revelation. Like, I know. You know what? Good for him, man. He He's uh he's getting an opportunity. And, like, he's exactly what, like, everybody wanted Mo Bamba to be. Yeah. You know? He's long. He's very lanky. He defends well. Uh, he shoots the three. He's aggressive. You know, a lot of credit to that guy. Like, I, I don't want to get like we're talking about just quarter quarter season reactions and, and how we're feeling. But, it, but like, it's been I do want to give some credit him. to him, and I want to give some credit to you, his most ardent supporter. Yeah, look, uh, it's a legitimate it's, contender for most improved player. Yeah, I I think I mean, look, I had said it as a joke, but at this point, I I kind of feel like that's a possibility. Like, I mean, the guy, like, if he continues doing what he's doing and maybe elevates his stats a little bit. 
he's got to be a guy that like is is in absolute contention. He was basically out of the, he was like on his way out of the league. Yeah. And so, how, how tall is I, he? He's seven two, and he's playing in this small forward position. Yeah. It's. I, <laughs> Yo, he had two the, steals and two blocks today, and three the, assists. The thing about him. And it, it's sort of I, I kind of alluded to this like when I when you you sent us a a highlight of uh, of of Victor Webanyama. Mm-hmm. There's something that makes me uncomfortable about watching people like that long and lanky like play the game. Like number well, one, they look, I feel like their bones are gonna snap at any given moment. Yeah, and like their movements are so like elongated, like it looks like something that isn't quite human. Yeah, it looks well. It kind of looks like. I mean, it, famously the the um, xenomorph from Alien, Aliens, and all of those kind of yes. pictures. The original is just like a, I think it's like a seven foot two Cameroonian man or something like that. I'm gonna look it up just to make sure I'm not saying this incorrectly. Uh, xenomorph but, actor. Um, some other some other things. The yes, yeah, uh, really quick. Nigerian. Uh, Sorry. Ni- okay. Nigerian six ten. Um, his name was Bolaji Badejo or Badejo. Wait, so like he was, he was like in the suit. He's inside the suit. He's just a man who's like, he's very tall. He's got really long limbs and that's what he plays. That's what they, that's the man that they had be in the suit as the alien, the xenomorph. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, also, he sadly he sadly passed away at the age of thirty nine from sickle cell disease. Yes, yes, he did die. I'm sadly very young. Um, but yeah, I you see those. It it makes me think of that, and it also makes me. And I think you said this, or someone I talked about it. Maybe it seems like those weird like computer PC versions of two K games when they mess with the graphics and they got like, yeah, really and they long make the arms. guys like and the, yeah, like I, and I, you're it, just like, what is what is this like? it's just weird to see them play because they're very good. It's not like they're doing bad. It's just weird to see. Yeah, no, it, 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 it absolutely is. Uh, but it, look, it, it I think it's okay is. to have more Xenomorphs in the league. Yeah. I, I mean, think it's it, going to be great. I, I'm fine with that as well. I, I mean, it, it's sort of one of those things where I don't think we're going to have uh, too, too many because like people are just, you know, not really yeah, born yeah. that way. It's most, not, most it's not like, really that easy. I know. The average know. human being is like our size. So I wish. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get that. I understand. Uh, but look, it's also not at all, uh, you know, a secret on this podcast. I love I love lanky guys in the NBA. It's fun watching them. You play. do. You really do. It's that. that there's is something about me. there is something about a man which is ridiculously long arms. Where I'm like, I hope that guy succeeds because there's something about. Maybe it's because I'm not a big man. So to think of like to just have like, could you imagine having like seven a seven foot five wingspan? What's what's Bull Bull's wingspan? Let's Google this, folks. I'm, I'm taking a look right now. Seven, eight. Seven foot eight. Seven foot eight wingspan. Imagine seven foot eight. His his Just dad's like, wingspan was eight foot six. Eight six. I saw that. Yeah. That's insane. That's like, that that's like basically the deep end of a fucking of a pool. Yeah. He could just he could just go like from the put his hand at the tip of the water and then pretty much touch the floor. 
Taco Fall had an eight foot four. And then Bobo's Mobamba actually Mo seven foot ten. Seven ten, wild stuff. Jonathan Isaac, seven foot wingspan. Poor Jonathan Isaac. I don't Isaac think Jonathan Isaac's played. ever gonna play another NBA game. I know, I don't know what's going on there. I'm also afraid that that might also happen to Lonzo Ball. I don't know what the hell's going on with him either. It's those goddamn shoes that he wore in his the beginning of his career. It's it's a fucking it's the big baller shoes. It might have it might have been. Yeah. The big baller to mess with his knees. I dude, I would not I would I would be willing to bet that that caused some problems. Yeah. Um That's probably a big thing that happened. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac is just going to be a fucking hosting shows with uh, Tucker Carlson and, and Ben Shapiro. So, <laughs> and slanging my pillow. You uh, are probably not wrong. God, he does kind of seem you. like that. I like, do I do remember from who his would have expected season oh, sorry, that it was. No, you get it was his rookie season where it was like he tried to throw um like he tried to have mass and none of the, no, nobody showed up. Yeah. Like, they were like, yeah, and then like, everybody was like, we're kneeling for the anthem, and he stood. Yes. And, like, I mean, if you had Jonathan Isaac being the most staunch Trump supporter in the NBA on your bingo card, like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, that's not, no, I, no, I see that happening. No way. Um, But, yeah, some other things, just, uh, you know, Eastern the Eastern Conference. Uh, both conferences actually like wild shit that's going on right now. Like the Celtics, I had picked to finish second. I didn't, I wasn't worried about the coaching situation. Obviously they're in first place right now. See if they can, you know, maintain that for the rest of the season. Tatum is a revelation. Uh, Jalen Brown is not dribbling the ball as much as he has been in years past, which is a good sign because his tiny hands, it's hard for him to handle the ball. Um, and the Celtics look real fucking good. And they look like they have taken a step forward since last year. They've got some additional pieces. Al Horford looking like there's no sli- signs of show- ugh, signs of slowing down. Marcus Smart is having a great season. Like they get contributions from everybody up and down their roster and then obviously I said it last year on an episode where it was just you and me. I really was looking for Jason Tatum to take that next step and it's clear that he has and he is a clear MVP candidate. Um, I think if he keeps up this level of play, he's likely going to win it, especially if the Celtics mm-hmm. end up in first. Yeah. Uh, but what they're doing is impressive. It, it really is. They're a good team. Um, clear that I mean, Udoka wasn't really, how much did he really have to do with it? You I know? guess it has nothing um, to do with him. You could put so, anybody, I, you or I could, could coach the Celtics at this point. I would also I always, like to point out real quick, they're 20 and five right now. Two of their losses are two absolute ass whippings from the Bulls. The Bulls will beat them twice this season, and they beat them by double digits both times. Ridiculous that the, that's yeah, the one, as, that's as the Achilles all, as, heel of the Celtics. As, as, as we all, obviously. Uh, we all what if the Bulls and do end up, they get, I did, today at the beginning of the broadcast, I did say that the Bulls had the hardest schedule uh, in the NBA uh, in the first quarter, and now for the rest of the season, they will have the second easiest from this point on. I think they're, well, they're up losing. By, they're up by one against the Washington Wizards. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. With, I think they're three three minutes to go one. in the fourth quarter. Well, we'll see what they do with that one. Uh, what if they end up in eighth though, and then all of a sudden they beat the Celtics in the playoffs? If the Bulls and then beat they get the Celtics, their ass 
in the playoffs, I, that will be like my last couple months of living in Chicago. So if that does happen, I will kiss Jay on the mouth. <laughs> I hope he's, you're ready for that, Jay. He's not here to, he's, to defend he, himself. He, he's I feel not like he probably should be given uh, the chance. Uh, and he's but, he's gonna try to run from it. He's gonna try to hide from it, but it's not happening. I'm gonna I do kind of feel like he'd be like, yeah, sure, because because I, I look, I'd have to. I've made some ridiculous. I feel like before being honest, I'm the Charles Barkley when it comes to predictions for this group. I'm definitely hitting home runs. Well, I'm either knocking him the fuck out of the park, or I'm I'm falling. Yeah, you might actually have swing. a better hit rate than than Jay and I. Honestly, <laughs> who, who knows? Uh, I but I have made some ridiculous claims. I do get some sometimes, but I've made some ridiculous claims. Uh, <laughs> Saying that, I just think of uh, Austin Powers, like when he's like, he's like, he made ridiculous claims, like he invented the question mark. <laughs> they're oh, great. Those movies are great. I don't care. What I do love them. No, tough. I like them. They're they're dumb, um, but they're very fun. But uh, yeah, Cavs doing what everybody kind of expected. That team looks really fucking Plenty, good. Yep. The Hawks are exceeding expectations, although the media is seemingly trying to sow some discord in that locker room, uh, like some reports coming out about Trey Young. Although I was on the Atlanta Hawks subreddit the other day, like looking into that. Mm. And their fans are like the guy that was like reporting that on his like radio show or podcast. They're like, this guy is a fucking joke. Everybody knows he's a fucking joke. Mm. He lost his job at a radio station because he was such a fucking joke. So who the fuck knows what's going on there? It's probably not as bad. Like we love to speculate about this shit and it's probably, it's never usually as bad unless it's like Javaris Crittenden and Gilbert Arenas, who I think given the chance might've actually shot each other. It's generally not as bad as it gets portrayed. Um, the one thing I really want to shout out though, everybody's talking about Paulo Bancaro, rookie of the year, Benedict Matherin from the Pacers. Pacers are in fifth place. They look like a pretty fucking good team and he is fucking good. And he's contributing dude, Rick Carlisle, man, Rick Carlisle, good coach. coach of the year. And then, you know, you get a couple good pieces. Tyrese Halliburton obviously is like a, a fucking tremendous young player. Uh, if, if the Pacers gonna... make the playoffs and they finish in the top five of the East, I know what Paulo Bancaro is doing right now is fucking like revelational. Like he, he looks like, like a four year NBA vet at this point, but Benedict Mathurin is not that far behind him and they're in fifth fucking place. So yeah, the rookie of the year job. should go to that guy, especially that's a team that like, I think I predicted for like 30 wins. Yeah. I think we were all low on them. We thought they were going to be on the web and Yama sweepstakes, but here's a fun fact. Uh, that I see here, uh, Halliburton as a king, you know, obviously younger, but we talked about him a lot last week, but here's my last little bit for him. Uh, 13.6 points per game, 6.3 assists per game, 1.5 steals, and now as a pacer, he's gone up to 18.2, 10.2, and 1.8 steals per game. He's, like, been playing very well. He, I did talk about this a little bit last week, he has got bet, pretty much better numbers averaging at the moment than Steve Nash did in his, I believe it was second MVP season. Uh, obviously, he's not winning MVP, but you know, he's doing a very good job. Yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's been, impressive. Like, wow. I mean, it, it, no way, it doesn't matter how you slice it. Like, that's impressive. And when you when you when you're putting up numbers of a guy, a guy who is a surefire Hall of Famer and uh, putting up statistics similar to what that guy did in his MVP season, like that's impressive. I don't care who you are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out the Pacers. Shout out. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton East is weird. Uh, like 
the Celtics and the Hawks and the Pacers are three, four, five. Like I think the Celtics, yeah. the, they're the, or sorry, the Cavaliers, the Hawks, the Pacers are three, four, five. Um, the Cavs, I think we all expected to take a big leap this year, given like, you know, the, uh, the, the trade for Donovan Mitchell, but it's pretty impressive, like what they've been doing. Um, and then like, you know, you're, you're kind of like, like the Bulls are in 12th. Um, obviously you mentioned they've had the most difficult season or like strength schedule recently. The heat look fucking terrible. Um, yeah. Don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, and then obviously Western Conference Lakers probably not going to make the playoffs unless they do something absolutely drastic. Uh, they like they're terrible, and they're also so the other night in their game, Russell I'm Wilson, a little bit of or, a run not Russell Wilson, Russell West, Russell West oh, sorry, Russell West. I said they were on a little bit of a run, but it was li- last night against the Cavs. It was stopped quite quickly. <laughs> so Russell Westbrook scored that basket and did the rock the baby. And here's a fun here's a fun random stat for you for the random stat king himself. Hey. The Los Angeles Lakers are 0 and 7 in games this season when Russell Westbrook does the rock the baby taunt. <laughs> the Lakers that, the that the Lakers subreddit. I like that. They did a deep dive on it and they are 0 and 7 when he does that. Wow, that's fucking hilarious. I wonder uh, but, in much, those seven much like times we all, were they winning in all seven times and then they blew it? That's because I do question. know of I one didn't... for I know the one against the one against the Kings. They blew the game against the Kings. He did it in that. He celebrated. Well, they, did that last night they own. took the lead against the Cavaliers when he did it. So, mm. Ooh. the mark of their um, impending doom. But yes, just much much like we all predicted, uh, the Suns, Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Kings are the top four seeds in the in the West. And the Clippers, Warriors, and Lakers are all currently well. I guess the the Clippers and Warriors would be in the play-in games, but uh, otherwise, they're on the outside looking in right now of the top East or the top eight. Um, and of course, the Jazz. Uh, I don't know what to make of the Jazz. Like I'm like I, I'm I'm just like the wheels have to fall off eventually. Like the, the, no the regression seems can, to be happening. And it, it does, but then they, they lost the other night, but they, they, they like lost a few games in a row, but then they won. They lost uh, yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was. Um, yeah, their last game they lost against Portland. And as we all projected, of course, the t- the Trailblazers uh, sitting in, in seventh place. The West is fascinating to me right it's now. wild. And, dude, I mean, like I, just was, a, I was just I was a day ago, on the, Denver was in second place. And it's like, nope, they lost two games, and then they f- Whoop. They lost three in a row. Now three. That's what it was. Three in a row. Yeah, and uh, Kings are out here lighting beacons. And Ooh, uh, yeah, light the beam. Like <laughs> fucking uh, the Suns. I've been praying on their downfall for a while. Uh, they once again look like they're the best team in the West. Um, it's not as it it doesn't look like as big of a gap as it had been the last two seasons. But they're fucking good. The Pelicans are fucking so unreal. And I am such a fan of this team. This team, the Pelicans this year, have made me a fan of Brandon Ingram. That is how far they've come. <laughs> oh, I wish Jay was here for that. Uh, I mean, hey, very statistical, but uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Uh, not, not statistical, very strategic. To say it today, 
but wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I will, I'll admit that in front of Jay if he wants me to. Um, I will. Well, I also so, might just make it the name of the episode, a fan of Brandon Ingram. Honestly, that's that's fine. You know, like, <laughs> if, if that's what we're going to do. But yeah, the West is the West is crazy. MVP race. Uh, I think Jason Tatum kind of firmly at the top. Um, that said, you know, Luca obviously in the hunt. Um, and of course, like, I mean, I mean he, well, I thought he had, I saw a stat. He said, um, he's had a, at least 30 points in 17 of the 22 games he's played. This is for Luca. And he also has, uh, more triple doubles than I think like 27 teams combined is ridiculous. He also, uh, they're winless when he doesn't score 30. Wow. They, they're winless when he doesn't score 30 or more and they're 13 and 11. So he scored 30 plus points in 13 games so far of this season. Um, and th- that, that said he might've scored 30 in some of those losses, but they, they have yeah, not won no, regardless. It, 17 of the 22 games that they've played. They played yeah. or sorry, 24 at this point, 17 of 24. He scored 30 points. Yeah, I mean that's 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 that's, that's what I just saw. Remarkable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, He's been playing, and then very obviously, good. uh, like, I mean, I w- I was looking at the 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 Kia NBA MVP ladder the other day, mm-hmm. and like, uh, like the Giannis isn't even in like the top ten right now, and I'm just like, dude's averaging 32 points and 12 rebounds or 11 rebounds a game, like, yeah. I mean, I think he's had, I, I think I, he's had at least 30 points in seven or eight straight games. Like the, the, the voter fatigue that I always talk about is real because like, oh, how sure. is this guy not even in the conversation right now? And it'll so, change in like two weeks. He'll be, he'll have like, it's, people start realizing how like just great he's he is. Number playing. Four on he's the number ladder. four. Okay. I, I clearly scrolled past him. So that's, ah, that's my mistake. But either way, like, I don't think he should be. I mean, well, Jokic is basically averaging a triple double and Luka's doing yeah. Luka things. But either way, it's wild. It is it, wild. I, MVP, for a second, he raises hot right now. Yeah. And it, I feel like it's going to be like that for, for a minute. Uh, you mentioned them a little bit. And I think we can maybe scooch on over to these, this fun little topic idea. The other day, when the Bulls were playing the Sacramento Kings, who have been playing very well, uh, my roommate Bob. Was like, all right, who do they? He said, and I quote, "Who do? Who are the Bulls losing to today? Because uh, they were, they've been playing pretty bad, if we're being honest. Uh, and although I think they might win or have won against the Wizards today, just now they're up by four with two seconds left. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so fingers crossed. We'll see how, how that ends up going. Um, but yeah. Uh, I was like, it's the Kings, but the fun fact is, if uh, you know, if we lose, then they light the beam, and I explained what that is. And if you don't know, folks, anytime the Kings won this, win this season, they press a button, and a giant fucking purple light goes just straight into the sky. Uh, it's insane. I can't believe it's what they do. Uh, I don't know if it's great for like flight patterns and shit, but uh, it's very funny to see, if I'm being honest. Uh, but it did make me think, Ted, between lighting the beam and last season's Grizzlies 
playing whoop that trick anytime they won. What do you think is a better post-game celebration? Okay, so I loved the whoop that trick thing. I want to be very fun on that. I also really love the beam. And uh, Keegan Murray, uh, who, as you all know, I I, I, I love uh, primarily because he played for uh, my alma mater uh, in college, uh, got to light the beam uh, after their most recent win. As much as I love whoop that trick, I don't know if you saw this, but and it's been since taken off Google Maps. Kings fans updated Google Maps to have the beam described as a place of worship on the map. And to me, that gives it the edge. Like, like it's just it like whoop that trick like that feels like an nba thing right it's like yeah oh yeah it also feels like such a good thing just be like yeah fuck you we won the kings were just like you know what we're gonna do (laughs) space laser bingo space Space laser laser. yeah thank you that's exactly what the fuck we're gonna do like uh, fuck them airline pilots we're shooting this giant purple beam in the sky <laughs> Could you imagine a rookie pilot just flying like, what the, what fuck, the fuck is that? Fuck is that? <laughs> I can't even. This has got to be so ridiculous. It's every time I see the video of that damn, it's just a flashlight, a giant flashlight into the sky, and it's so beautiful. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's, just, it's so dumb. And it's just, I, I love it like, so much. What adds to it is like this is a, a team and a franchise that has had so many struggles over the years. And to celebrate what has been so far a great start to the season, they light a beacon. Oh shit! It's so good. I love it so much. Like, big big fan. It's just, it's too good, man. It's it's just it's too good. Oh man, I I. <laughs> the first time I saw it's it, like, I was just like, "What the fuck is?" Because I I had read on Twitter, it just said, "Light the beam," and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And I just kept on coming up and more and more, and I was like <laughs> looking through. I'm just scrolling th- through Twitter. <laughs> And eventually someone finally put a picture and I was like, is it a Photoshop? There's no way that's fucking real. There's no way in the middle of the goddamn arena, a giant purple light is just coming out of. And I was like, oh my God, it's real. <laughs> so ridiculous. The, the thing is too, like someone, someone pitched that in a board meeting. Yeah, in front of like a bunch of millionaires. And then yeah. they were just like, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> just light the beam, baby. And then a bunch of assistants were like, Okay, we're go it's a go on the lighting the beam thing. <laughs> and it's worked so well. Oh, I love it. Light the beam forever. Alright. Here's our last uh, subject. Hold on. I'm looking at the uh, the the Google Maps thing. Is it still there? 
uh it, it is it is no longer there it, it does not mm. appear um hold on a second let me i'm, I'm taking a look let's see It, it is it it is no it is sadly it is no longer there. Boo. Uh that is uh Is it there at least still as like a, a place you can go to on Google Maps or is it gone? Uh no, it redirects you to the Golden One Center where they play, sadly. Mm, that makes uh, sense. Boo, bring damn. the beam back. Yeah, that is that is disappointing, but it, it was I I'm I'm I've saw I've seen screenshots of it on Google Maps labeled as a place of worship, which is truly just a a incredible, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know how you can't go with that. What an incredible thing. Yeah. A (laughs) hundred percent. Wait, somebody commented this. I was having daily nightmares of Luther head doing pump fakes, shivers of a 2018 NBA draft, cold sweats over a speedy athletic center, admitting to being scared of the rim. Then I found the beam. My <laughs> life has never been the same since. I have found joy in my life. A life once without meaning now has meaning. I've even heard of uh, heard celebration among others who have found the beam. We have a common ba- bond when we come here to worship on games day, game days. Patrons take pictures with the beam. Smiles are everywhere. If you are a Lost Warriors or even Lakers fan, may you too find joy in the beam to give your lives meaning. <laughs> Together we announce a new age of harmony, a holy alliance between the crown and the faith. The crown and the faith are the twin pillars upon which the world rests. Together the beam will restore the seven kingdoms to glory. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. I don't know if we could do anything better than that. That's so beautiful. I think think we're going to say we skipped the final subject because it's something we could talk about next week. It's just, it was another fun subject. Uh, I have my answers I, to that, so we can talk about it next week. But uh, this is I this think is we'll, a good. We'll, the beam is a good note. To the end. beam is just such a good thing to go off on, and I'd also like to hear Jay's uh, opinion. So everybody, there's a little cliffhanger for you. Uh oh, we have another dumbass idea that I came up with. We for have next two. Week. We have two. We have two dumb. We have quite a few dumb week. ideas that I think they'll be more fun anyways. Who cares? I, I am. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was say, I think these these couple of like. Like what I, the, how we ended this today and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of fun in the middle of the season. Talk a little weird stuff. As it gets to playoffs, obviously we'll get a little bit more like into it, into it. But yeah, who who don't love a little fun now and there? Dude, light the beam. Light the fucking beam. Ugh. Can't wait. Jay, Jay talking a lot of mess about the other subject, but I guarantee you mine is better. Okay, that's we got some good. We got I'm not some saying good it's the best subjects. I just know I'll at least be better than Jay's. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, 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 there's two cliffhangers for next week. There's two subjects that we're talking about. One might be dumb, and one might get heated. Who knows? Uh, let's let's light the beam. No, to be fair, they're both dumb. One just will be dumb, and also might get heated. Yes, yeah, true. Yes, which is the best way for things to get heated over something dumb. <laughs> uh. Let's move on over to plugs. Uh, follow me on Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D-H-A-L-L. You can follow me at Nikki Palooza, and you can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. Uh, 
you everyone for listening so much. Please remember to light that beam. For Jay, for Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA. Enjoy the rest of your day. Praise the beam. Bye.